Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, Welcome everybody! Welcome to the unlucky 13th episode of the Life, Liberty, and Podcast. Podcast! Podcast! We definitely planned this one, for sure. Yeah. We definitely, yeah. We told well, all the plan. Yeah. Every time. Um, yeah, this episode we're just going to talk about horror media or our favorite pieces of horror media. And, and Halloween media and, as well. Yeah, and Halloween media and how we interact with it and how we enjoy it yeah so, uh, and um just so y'all know we're gonna start with a new kind of format we're gonna try we're gonna do one episode for media which is this episode then we're gonna do a political episode and then go from there and maybe do like a little book club thing as well as a third episode and just rotate between those three things right, so and we're gonna do a fourth episode which is me sticking a microphone as i'm driving down the highway <laughs> out the window <laughs> right we're just gonna throw the we're gonna throw the microphone into just different types of city. I'm gonna throw it in a bathtub while I'm taking a shower or something like that. It's fucking crazy. Nah, I'm just kidding. Not the fourth one. Put it in the no, no, no don't worry. About it. Put anyway. it in a blender. <laughs> um, put it never mind. Put it in downtown Atlanta, just in a street corner. See what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that'd, that'd be, be pretty, pretty interesting. But um. Uh, so yeah, those three ep- kind of episode formats. We're gonna try that out for a bit, see how it goes. Also, uh, because the midterm elections are coming up, and this episode is gonna be released on Halloween weekend, we do want to um, release an episode before the election on November eighth. So we're gonna be rele- releasing the next episode on November sixth, Sunday, two days before the election, to talk about the midterm elections. It's gonna be a special episode. Um, so look forward to that. And then once we do that episode, we'll go back to our uh, to every two weeks uh, schedule. So looking forward to all the content coming through. It's that spooky season time. We're busy. We're out here. Let's do it. All right. All right. Tune in to the episode now. Are we recording? Yes. Are we live? Ooh. Yeah, I can feel it. <laughs> With these mics. Yeah, yeah these hot mics. The shit sizzling like fajitas. <laughs> Don't you like it when that them shits come out sizzling? <laughs> <laughs> the meme culture has arrived, everyone. I had an idea for a Mexican restaurant that our family owns, which shall not go named. Um, Why not? I got a free advertising. Well, because we're trying. Are we trying to pin down where we live? Or are we not trying to pin down where we live? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, because you you give me shit whenever I'm like reference anything like close to where we are, but then I well, that's different. Where we live is different than like. Who we're related to, I guess. But I guess that's. I mean, it's fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> if they know the name of the restaurant, they can pre- pretty much figure it out. It's like, oh, who, who's got the white bread ass name <laughs> related to his Hispanic family? It's Nick. Okay, all right. <laughs> we found him, and then they fucking drone strike me. <laughs> or whatever. I think they is. already know who we are. Yeah. 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 You're right. Who cares? Anyway, if they try and drone strike me, I would like suck that shit up like Kirby, <laughs> spit it back out as a star. I'm sure your roommates <laughs> would appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Um, what was I gonna look up? Orange dyed orange fajitas. You cover everything oh, in orange fuck. food coloring <laughs> for guacamole. Halloween. Halloween guac. <laughs> oh, gross, dude. Can you imagine orange oh guacamole? God. It would taste no different. Well, I don't know if food coloring has taste, but it, it'd just be fucking disgusting. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like they did a study on that. Like if people, even though it's a, it's supposed to be edible food, people won't eat it if it doesn't look good. So like they like had like cookies that were baked that looks like pieces of shit mm-hmm. 
and the people wouldn't eat it because it's like i that, mean yeah it's a cookie but that's probably some sort of like evolutionary like like uh trait i yeah. feel like there's even reasoning behind like people who have tryptophobia i what what a phobia tryptophobia know you what know is. what it is it's like the people who like get not or disgust from like clusters of holes and shit like that you never, never heard of this whoa okay so uh brief tangent um it's like a it's not necessarily a phobia but i guess it like gets classified in phobias in the sense of an aversion i can speak on this because i have it um i have that like that phobia but it's uh it's gotten a lot better now because i think i've kind of like trained myself on it you have this phobia yeah it's like an inherent thing it's like a biological thing i swear like or sorry not biological well yeah it is it's like a deep-seated yeah. disgust. It's like a nausea. Whenever I see like a cluster of like holes together, uh, it makes me feel sick. Like and when you say cluster of holes, do you mean like it's kind of like beehives, except uh, beehives are organized and and hexagonal. Yeah, hexag hexagonal. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know it's hex. I'm just trying to make sure whether it's <laughs> agonal or agonal. Anyway, Spanish is my first language, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, either way, that, those are organized, so they don't bother me. But it's like, I don't know. Uh, you ever see lotus seed pods? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the ones that float in the water and stuff. Yeah, and they like they're like that, and they have like different like. Yeah, old, yeah. That shit makes me nauseous. Really? Well, not not anymore. I think because I've like so thoroughly desensitized myself. Okay. By like actually watching videos on it. Interesting. But it used to actually when I was like much younger, it used to make me like want to throw up. And there's like different instances of that in nature. Um, and uh, one theory behind it is it's like a evolutionary, um, like. Uh, instinct that's left over from like pattern recognition of like there was some sort of like uh, um, poisonous animal right where my ancestors lived that had that pattern and if you ate it you would die or yeah. you would if you get sick exactly and so like there's some sort of like instinct that's one of the theories I actually think it makes the most sense because it's not like I've had any trauma and it's a pretty ubiquitous thing right you know I right. love shit like that there's like one for like uh, uh, the uncanny valley, you know. Yeah, I know about that one. Yeah, yeah where they're like, uh, well, you know what it is. But yeah. Do you know like the theory behind it, or like one theory behind why we have like a weird aversion to people who look human, but don't quite fit, is because there was like some sort of like doppelganger species uh, originally, yeah. like like skinwalkers. Let's not say that name too much. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you say their name, you attract them. Why? This is the Halloween episode. We're Ooh, talking about spooky shit. Spooky. Like my just, genuine fear. I just looked at um, your roommate's you. boxes and I just see trading cards. Is that like, do they play Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, I don't know. I actually Nicholas think... is walking over to the box. All right, come on. Get, on this episode of American Pickers, <laughs> we're rifling through everybody's stuff. No, I, I think this is uh, my other roommate's, the one who owns the house. Oh. I don't think it's the other one. It doesn't fit his character. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's also, okay, yeah, the retro games make sense then, because that's, uh, his, I know that's his stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, because he likes Pokemon and stuff like that. Oh, uh, you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. 
Makes sense. Damn, kept all of them. That's crazy. I wish my parents kept mine. Anyway, especially now that I play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I wish I wish I got into that sort of stuff. My parents were anti that sort of stuff, anti. but not for your typical reasons. It's more more because it wasn't my parents. It was my dad, and it was because he's a purist and he thought uh, art anime wasn't art. He's like a Western purist. <laughs> but yeah, when I say that, it's it's you mean a uh, white supremacist? No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. No, just like kidding. like an art. <laughs> Like an art snob. You're right. Purist is not the right word to be using. (laughs) He was an art snob. (laughs) Except he's not even an art snob where he's like, Van Gogh and Monet are the only. He, like, loves folk art, which is a very, like, self-taught, crude sort of uh, art. And when I mean crude, I don't mean, like, in a derogatory sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But anyways, he just... Like crude oil. Yeah. But he's come around on it. (laughs) No, that's fair. Are you trying to pivot (laughs) to... Oh, speaking of crude oil. Oh no. We're just going off today. There's no <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason. <laughs> Did you see about that uh the Van Gogh painting they got uh schmashed with tomato sauce? No. No. Oh wow. Um yeah. So I thought we were going into politics for a second because you said crude oil. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll try not I'll try not to linger on yeah, this it's one. Just a- this one mainly comes from my art. Like so these two activists for uh uh, for this, I'm gonna pull it up because I refuse to continue being the. I think it's this <laughs> guy. Sorry, Nicholas. This is how you are. You can't escape yourself. I am. I'm. I'm the embodiment of that one clip uh, from Adventure Time, where it's like, I have approximate knowledge of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Frank the Human. It's like, wow, he almost knew my name. <laughs> yep. Um. So. Uh. Two god damn it, Fox News. Sorry, this is the first one that popped up. I, I don't have a Fox News app on my phone, everybody. Please continue <laughs> listening. <laughs> um, Please. Oh yeah. I, I was gonna get it right. Anyways, uh two sub- activists from this movement called Just Stop Oil. Oh, I've been doing a lot of weird stuff lately. I've heard about that. Uh, I didn't know about the painting though. Yeah, they they found or in a, a Van Gogh, like one of his most famous paintings, sun the sunflower ones, right? Um, they threw tomato, like a can of tomatoes or like crushed tomatoes or tomato sauce or something like that on the painting, and then like tried to glue themselves to the wall, right? And they had like just stop oil T-shirts on them, and it's supposed to be like some sort of thing, and um, yeah, that was that. I get I get what people are like I can un- almost understand their logic behind that like oh you do something that gets their attention but it's like I don't think that's true because then you just you just make activists look bad piss everyone off yeah and I even heard on uh, on on a video that I saw where potentially it is like a a red flag uh operation where it's like uh the I don't know if I should be saying this, but it's just like there's a idea that Just Stop Oil is run by like some sort of lady who is due to inherit a bunch of oil money, right? And so it's basically like controlled opposition. You do something to make the activists look ridiculous, right? In order to like delegitimize their movement, right? Mm-hmm. And so instead of like actual like people who are trying to do anything, you focus on these two activists who throw fucking tomato juice on one of the best 
And so I, uh, the Twitter reaction was pretty funny because people were like, oh, I had to look it up. It was like, was Van Gogh like a fucking <laughs> colonizer or some <laughs> shit like that? It's like, no, man. He's just fucking depressed, just <laughs> depressed and sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just random attack. That's just the problem. It's like, if it's so fucking random like that, it doesn't do shit, you mm-hmm. know? So like, though I can understand it because if you think about it, it's like. Well, I feel like blocking highways is better. Is more more direct. Like, hey, this is like directly impacting the environment, right? The whole like cars are, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the blocking of highways doesn't really actually do anything. It's more about the symbolic gesture and all that. But yeah, uh, agreed. But it, it also somewhat makes sense if you think about it. If you take away the the context, which I suppose you shouldn't do, of it being like a very famous painting with huge cultural significance, it is probably. I don't know. Actually, no, I'm not going to continue on this because it's I don't know where it is. I was going to say it it would be like an asset of a rich person. So, like, would we, like, turn up our noses at, like, two activists that, like, find a bunch of cash that a billionaire or millionaire oil conglomerate owns and then sets fire to it? No, we wouldn't do that. Right. But just because it happens to be a painting. But is that painting privately owned or is it public? Exactly, which is why I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole because I didn't know. I don't know where it's stored. Um, But anyway, still absolutely sad because I love Van Gogh so much, no matter how cliche it is. No, yeah, that's fair. I think um, there's definitely better ways to do activism than stuff like that. And, I mean, it's a very good cause, but obviously not the best execution. Yeah. But this is the Halloween episode. Halloween. So we're going to talk about... Spooky climate change. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Looming scary death. Ooh. Global extinction. I'm feeling good today, so I don't have that much fear about it. Yeah, it should be fine. I woke up on the wrong... <laughs> right. I, I determine who I am based on which side of the bed that I wake up on. That's slightly concerning, but okay. It's just who I am. It's how I roll, dude. Off the bed. You <laughs> roll off the bed. Oh, yeah. I don't do anything gracefully. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Halloween media, our favorite pieces of spooky, scary media. Maybe not specifically Halloween related, but like scary horror media, maybe. Yeah, stuff like that. Stuff Halloween tangent, Halloween derivative, Halloween related. Yeah, Halloween offshoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, first of all, like I, I mean, Harry Potter, but yeah. I mean, I love, I love how Harry Potter, uh, has. Have you seen the movies? Obviously. You said you hadn't read oh you hadn't read Percy Jackson. No. Well, I haven't read the Percy Jackson books or the Harry Potter books, but I've seen them both movies. And I know the Percy Jackson movies aren't reflective of the books, so that's no, why I don't judge it based good. off of that. <laughs> uh yeah, I love how uh, Harry Potter is like well, back in the day when ABC had its own channel, which I don't know if it's gone come back and has its own channel now, but it, it uh, for a while it went away. But when ABC Family had its own channel, I loved the like this the the change in the air and the cultural atmosphere. When uh, Halloween came around, oh yeah, yeah. god damn, it was so good. When it was fall time, that's ABC what we grew f- up on, fam. Yeah, that's <laughs> the part of the the year that you look for, or at least that I look forward to. I didn't give a shit about summer, but that's because I was doing like masonry and carpentry with my dad on the <laughs> summer, right? Like, uh, well, that's not only, but anyways. Uh, yeah, fall, you got how, and it's just like, it's like two scenes in the Harry Potter movies that has like, (laughs) 
Christmas uh, shit or Halloween stuff. Yeah. And then the rest of it is fine, but it's just so inherently a Halloween vibe yeah, movie. It is. It is. It's I just like, wow. It's got witches and wizards and stuff like that. No, it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things that, and I know it's controversial because of, you know, the author and all that, and obviously denounce everything. She who shall not be named. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but like, Separating the artists from the art real quick, you know, I think it's crazy to me how Harry Potter creates this setting that has so many people obsessed with, like, and, like, really um, captivates a lot of kids' imaginations, and I feel like puts Mm -hmm. people into it. Like, I don't know how it does such a good job of making people feel like they're in it, like, in the world. It feels very alive. It feels like something you want to be in, and not a lot of media can do that which i think is something that harry potter does really well yeah well it, it's a uh yeah it's a soft magic system first yeah. of all and i think it's just because like i don't know like again say what you will it they let it they just have fun with it yeah. right like the the author clearly just had fun with like like writing different things or at least that's the vibe that I get from it. It's just like, oh yeah, and then the paintings talk, and then the ch- the fucking stairs move all over the place. Is it functional? No. It, does it pass OSHA regulations? Absolutely not, right? But it's fun to like yeah. <laughs> imagine yourself like living. It's We're like gonna throw these kids over at the <laughs> the Chamber of Secrets. See how they do. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm trying to get to fourth block history. I fall into a well of despair from <laughs> for a month, and I don't emerge for a month. It's just like, okay, this isn't functional, but it's fun. Um, no, I agree with it. it has like a I mean it's definitely one of the main contributors to like the dark academia aesthetic. Yeah. If you know that that yeah. aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I, I, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I really think it's just cuz it's like such a all-encompassing um uh plot. Yeah. It takes place entirely within um the wizarding world right. with very little deviations into like the civilian world and i feel like a lot of uh a lot of shows or movies or books that that do that i'm not saying they're failures but like you get you don't have as much like of a theorized. separate world yeah because it it's very obvious they're like okay we have enough budget for like one scene where she like casts fire with her hands and the rest of it is just going to be her talking with in different diners around town but there's no magic around it, yeah. right? You're just in the setting, and magic happens to be a tool in it rather than Harry Potter where it's, like, everything is fucking magic. And then Percy yeah. Jackson has, like, similar uh, vibes where it's just, like, everything that they would go to is significant in some sort of way to um, Greek mythology, mm. right? Like, there was – well, yeah, from what I remember at least. But, yeah. I love the Halloween shit. I love the ABC family when it would like transition like in September or something like that. Yeah. to like, it would have like the fall leaves on yeah. the UI or <laughs> the, the, it's not UI. It's not user interface. The TV interface. Yeah. Ah, such a good time. This is how you knew it. You're like, ah, everything's Christmas is coming. <laughs> exactly. No, it's a, it's such a, I think it really helps people like have fun and like, not worry about i feel like halloween has definitely become such a huge part of like our culture like millennials and gen xers and gen z's are all like super into halloween it's like we just really made it a big part of our culture which i think it's one of the few times of the year where we're all like actually excited about something (laughs) oh yeah i mean it's only (laughs) second to christmas like in terms of like how much money it generates which i mean 
I would not like to define everything by money, but that's how we currently define things. But yeah, yeah you're, you're certainly right. It's very significant. Uh, and I, you're absolutely right. Cause I feel like, but I've actually been saying that I we're, I'm wearing a Halloween themed shirt. Um, indeed it says all hail Halloween. Yeah. I, this is my first year where I've used income to buy Halloween themed stuff for myself. Really? Yeah. I don't know why I just never, well, I think this may be like the first Halloween, uh, I am by myself and not massively depressed. <laughs> so I'm Damn. enjoying my life. Um, by buying tiny little Halloween themed shirts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, XL, not tiny. <laughs> I you boys feel like a barn. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you were XL, but anyway. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anna and I do a tradition of like Halloween pumpkin carving. So really, that was the stuff we I, bought. I haven't carved a pumpkin in so long. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You can join us. We might actually no, we can't do that. I was gonna say we might do a Halloween party in our new apartment, but we're moving in next weekend. It's like one week away from Halloween, so why would you do like a Halloween housewarming party? We, uh, I guess we could try that. Oh I mean well I don't know. I'd be down. Um, I'd be down too. It's just I don't know if we'll be ready for Ah, fuck it. Who cares if we're ready? Yeah. Let's just do it. Halloween. <laughs> uh yeah, Halloween Y'all are invited. It's only like five of you, so it should be fine. Who? who? The audience. Oh, the audience. <laughs> I was like, are they in the room with us right now, Gabriel? <laughs> Point them out to me. Um, There's one in Kuwait. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! God, I wish we had his name. What's up? <laughs> I'm going to say Omar because that's the only like Middle Eastern name that I know. No, it's Omar's in Germany. No. I, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, um, uh, yeah, I just been kind of like indulging in like the halloween theme like trying to pick up different like facts about the origin of halloween and stuff like that oh yeah and um uh the uh what is it it's like an one of okay the article that i read essentially said that like uh the traditions for like dressing up and covering your face and dressing up as different things comes from like a celtic um festival uh, where they believed, like, at this time of year that, like, the wall between, like, this life and the afterlife was, like, thinnest. And so you would witness and have different, like, um, spirits come through. Isn't and so it? there would be, like, a huge festival, hmm. right, where they would, like, you know, put out food and they would eat and shit like that. And uh, they would, like, burn, like, the bones of our of their cattle, which is a bone fire, which is where the word bonfire comes from. Uh-huh. Funny. Um isn't that the same thing as Dia de los Muertes? Yeah, I mean, it, it it really is interesting, like, how a number of different traditions, like, all propped up around. But if you think about it, they're probably all, like, originate around the idea of the harvest and, like, things around you dying, mm. you know, dying, like, going to sleep. Like, they, they thought it was probably dying, you know, back then when, like, the sh- the leaves were falling off the oh, yeah. uh, trees. And, um, yeah, but... Uh, and then they would like cover their face in ashes, right? And feel free to par- cut this part out, right? They'd cover their face in ashes, but realizing how problematic that would be in the year 2022, they then just decided to put masks on instead. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> they predicted the future. <laughs> no, they put ashes on it, then they put like masks on. They would do that to, because like, 
you know, it's not spirits crossing over is not necessarily a bad thing, but there would be people who would fear like retribution or unsettled scores or unfinished business. And so they would cover themselves to hide from the ghosts and the spirits. And then that's how like dressing up and guising started. Very interesting. Yeah. That's cool. cool. I love holiday history like that. And I'm so fucking pissed that we don't come up with more stuff like that. Like, why don't we come up with new holidays every single month? <laughs> I am tired of looking forward to only one part of the year. <laughs> we have, uh, <laughs> we replaced Columbus Day with Indigenous People's Day, but that's not a fun holiday. <laughs> Columbus Day and Indigenous People's Day are on the same, are, are both on the Google Calendar still. Yes, that's true. It's so fucked up. <laughs> also, Thanksgiving is th- technically new-ish. It's only 200 years old. Yeah, that's true. Or yeah. even less than that. I think didn't it start during the Civil War? You're right. Abraham Lincoln. I think Abraham Lincoln had he like started it or yeah to try to like reunite the country or whatever. Um, so like, you're telling me Thanksgiving? What? <laughs> 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 Thanksgiving is just propaganda. <laughs> what? <laughs> we didn't serve the Indians food. <laughs> yeah, I, Thanksgiving is just the psyop. Thanksgiving origin, yeah. No, I think I read that somewhere. Yeah. You're, you're right. But um, yeah, Abraham Lincoln um, invented it. But uh, I'd actually like to um, talk about like favorite piece of Halloween slash horror media. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do like movies, books, and uh, uh, separately, or if you want to do one of them. Um, say that again. I'm so sorry. Like a. Uh, like what's your favorite piece of Halloween slash horror media mm-hmm. like video game movie or do you want to do all of them together like your favorite out of all of them oh I guess we should do separate okay okay go your favorite video game horror or Halloween I like I actually do like Undertale a lot yeah it's pretty good I played it recent like a year ago now would I enjoy it yeah, you yeah, would, you okay. would appreciate it. All right, um, it's really cool. I guess I can't spoil it for you since you haven't played it. Let me let me just make sure. Well, you can go ahead and talk about it. Okay, um, I mean, I have the the superpower of ADHD. I will forget <laughs> it after the episode is over. Well, okay. So the cool thing about Undertale is that it, it, the the decisions you make during the game impacts how it ends, right? Mm-hmm. And there's different paths you can take. You can take a more in the middle path. You can take the I'm forgetting what they're called now. I know there's one that's called the Genocide Run, and that has the fucking best end music. Megalovania? Yeah. No, that's from it. (laughs) So, like, there's the Genocide Run, and then there's the... I I don't remember what exactly it's called, but it's, like, the Peaceful Run, where you don't kill anyone. And then there's stuff in the middle. Oh, the Pacifist Run? Yeah, probably. Um, And so, like, it just depends on how you do people. I did in the middle because I managed... I So, like... I wanted to do the pacifist run, mm-hmm. but like pacifist, <laughs> shut up. But like, I couldn't figure out a way how to beat one of the characters without killing them. So I accidentally killed them. And then like that ruined my pacifist run. So did you figure out afterwards how to do it? Yeah. I haven't been able, I haven't gone back to that part yet. So I haven't done it yet, but oh. I, d- I didn't technically finish the game. I only did one run. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really good. Like the characters are really good. And honestly, to be pr- frank, like, 
some of the best parts of Undertale is all the fan content that's around it. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like, so good. So many people are so passionate about it, and it, like, really gets you into the story. Like, I feel like I was more invested in the Undertale because of all the fan content that surrounds it. There's, yeah. like, a lot a lot of AMVs and, like, story, like, side stories. Oh, there's amazing animations oh, that yeah, I've seen. Oh, yeah, it's incredible. I, my only link to it is the Megalovania song. Mm-hmm. I love that that song it is one of the best like game tracks i've ever mm. heard never played the game but um <laughs> it like there's an animation out oh, not just megalovania there's also one that's like heart of the hero or battle of the hero or something yeah. like that and yeah. uh, i'll actually uh, i'll go i'll do it for you guys right now oh yeah okay you know i actually meant for that to be a bit where you didn't recognize it all right i recognized it so um that's how good it is but there's an animation someone did where like they did like fight choreography between like the protagonist and the skull guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Sans. Yeah, yeah Sans. Yeah, no, okay. that I've seen that one. That it's so good, and it, like it does actually make me emotional. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I it's like it's seen sh- as a betrayal and all that. So it's like very. So, uh, why do you think it qual war? Why does it qualify as like Halloween or horror content? Is it because it like takes place in the underworld or something like that? I don't really know. Well, yeah, there's that, and there's also like I I don't know. I just feel like it's very, um, it has very interesting themes that like I feel like match Halloween energy of dark. You know, the genocide route especially like it's like very much like I guess it really it's kind of hard to say exactly what it is that makes a Halloween theme, but it just feels it's the vibes. It's the vibe. Yeah, you know? I get you. No, I I completely get it. Um, that's cool. Oh, I have to pick it up. You know, you made another one, Delta Rune or something like that. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played that. But. I love keeping up with game like news and never having played the games. Also, um, also honorable mention for the Halloween Town level in Kingdom Hearts, two. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, actually, it's in one and two. So yeah, but two is the better one because cool. it has Christmas Town and Halloween Town. Nice. Or the, yeah, so. Quality stuff. Sora's costume in that is the best. Dude, Kingdom Hearts was the first Fortnite. <laughs> what? It's a, how? How? Because Fortnite currently makes its popularity by licensing different characters and, and cr- basically creating crossover interactions between them. That's currently, but at the beginning, it wasn't. That wasn't the reason it became popular. Okay, that's I'm talking about currently. Like, yeah, at the beginning, it was like an actual. I remember. It is so fucking weird. I remember look, walk like seeing Fortnite shit. Uh, before it be- blew up at all, like two years before it blew up, and it was main. It was supposed to be the, a zombie survival the, game. Exactly, right. And that was the main thing, and it was gonna die. And so people did the PvP part instead, and that that's what blew up. Yeah. But now it's obvious. It's obviously more like people only care about it now because of the characters that it licenses and puts in its game. That's only. I mean, it's got good mechanics. I'm not gonna lie, but. I think the main draw is oh, I'm getting gassy. <laughs> um, but that's Kingdom Hearts' thing. You're like I don't know about you, but when you're a kid, like its main audience originally was kids, right? And the main draw of the game was like Donald and Goofy and fucking Hercules <laughs> in anime too. What the fuck? And, you know, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had that. I epiphany. can't believe you just compared Kingdom Hearts to Fortnite. I will never forgive you for that. <laughs> Obviously, one's better than the other. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you. 
<laughs> Which one, Nicholas? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> it's Kingdom Hearts. Okay, good. I have more of an emotional connection to Kingdom Hearts. Well, because it has a plot. I mean, Fortnite is just a shooting game, obviously. So, actually, like, there's a, there's lore to Fortnite. There is. Okay, but no one no one goes through a story mode. No, you're right. There's no story mode. Remember they had that uh, Martin Luther King, uh, what is it, uh, exhibit? Really? Yeah, in Fortnite. That. Like That's they, so weird. The, the company put it in there during like the during February. Yeah, very odd time that we live in. <laughs> seeing <laughs> seeing like Rick, Rick Sanchez, Darth Vader, and uh, I don't Goku. is Kobe Bryant in that game, or am I thinking of multiverses? Yeah, yeah, I don't think Kobe writes in there. I don't know. Or whoever, Master Chief, right? Naruto. All walking through. And Naruto and Sasuke and Kakashi walking through the Civil Rights Museum <laughs> in Fortnite. God, what an odd time we live in. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, That's so ridiculous. So, yeah, Kingdom Hearts actually has a story and has actually good characters. So. And, it, and, yeah, I, I do remember I played the Game Boy Advance SD Chain of Memories game. SP. Oh, SP. Yeah, my bad. Uh, what is the SP stand for? I have no idea. Um, look that up. Which I actually liked, and you said is the worst. <laughs> no, the worst is recoded, but that's one of the worst. Oh, okay. Chain of Memories is one of the worst. Uh, I liked, yeah, the different parts of Chain of Memories, especially the Halloween Town uh, level. That was all cool. Um, I say my favorite uh, horror. I'm gonna do horror stuff because I don't really consume like Halloween oriented stuff. Uh, is probably Dead Space. Mm. Dead Space is probably one of the best games uh, in terms of uh, uh, survival horror games. Can I just read the description for what SP stands for? Go ahead. What does SP stand for? It stands for special. Though the performance is exactly the same as the f- that of the original Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy Advance SP has a flashier design and an internal light. Hey, that internal light, essential, my man. <laughs> How else am I going to play that shit under the covers at night? You know? I can't believe they packaged Anyway, keep going. I, I loved games I had. I had a Spider-Man game. I had Kingdom Hearts. I had the Finding Nemo game. And I had, uh, I had like, a Mucha Lucha. You remember that show? Oh, my God. That's I, a throwback. I had a Mucha Lucha video game. What? Yeah. And, uh, and then a, a Lord of the Rings uh, Return of the King game, which is actually pretty damn good for how, like, in ter- not in terms of, like, mechanics, like, you just press the same button over again, but, like, in terms of, like, RPG stuff. Well, actually, Lord of the Rings games are actually really surprisingly very good because I, ex- I played with my friend on an Xbox game that they had, and it was mm-hmm. really, really good, too. So. But, like, this one had, like, RPG mechanics to it. Like the shit that you would see nowadays, which is kind of ridiculous or interesting, and you could play as over seven different characters, wow. each with our own like, e- each with their own storyline. Hmm. Like some of them had similar stories, like they started out in the same levels, but like each one of them had different stories. It was really fleshed out for a Game Boy game. Interesting. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, Dead Space. Dead Space is probably one of the best pieces of horror media uh, out there. I'm talking about the the first game. Second game, too. Second game is more fun, but the first one is genuinely terrifying. I played the second one first because I really like the mechanics of the second game. Okay. It's, like, clean and fun to play, and I don't want to get spooked, so I just, like, I usually, like, queue up a... uh, 
an episode of what's good what's going on you're fine i'll queue up like an episode of like seinfeld or new girl and play it on the background while i'm playing the game um but the i finished the second game right and i go back and i was like well let me just play the first game the first game is way more terrifying oh really yeah because they really like uh i don't know what it is but like they really just nailed down the uh the atmosphere like it's and it's like darker right in terms of lighting within the game and like just the different hints that they would add they would add like whispering like off in the distance you know and shit like that and it'd just be terrifying man interesting there's like one level no yeah there's like one level in the second game that actually replicates that and funny enough is the level that takes place back on the ship that you were on in the first game oh yeah and so like it, it just the lore of that game too is actually like pretty terrifying because it's like this sentient radio signal that converts like necrotized or necrotic flesh into these like ter- horrifying monstrosities that are just meant to kill people and and aggregate more necrotic flesh right so that it eventually turns into a moon right uh after like one of after they've amassed enough necrotic flesh and uh there's like no way to escape it like it is one of the i've actually heard someone say like it's the perfect answer to the uh i think it's the fermi paradox you know what the fermi paradox is no it's like what it's basically like a set of answers to or questions as to why are we the only living things in the galaxy at least that we can see and it's like either there's like a inherent point to developed life where everything crashes mm-hmm. uh, or where everything like crumbles right and built built into any sort of like developed level of uh um or developed organism um that or there's like some large event that basically wiped everything else out and we are in the end game of the universe so to Mm. speak or actually i'm doing a terrible i'm just this is basically what i remember but or um i think it's there are a lot of things but they're hiding themselves and it's because of like some sort of like uh what is it you know predatorial like there's a predator in the water sort of thing or or like you know how birds go quiet whenever there's like fucking predator in the woods or some Mm. shit like that you know what i'm saying so uh dead space basically follows up on that where uh, there are these markers that you find or that they like this is like takes place when earth is developed enough to like do uh space mining and they would like um un- they uncovered these uh markers like when they were they uncovered them on earth and there's like a lot of lore to this which i won't get into because we'll be here all day um but essentially the markers either sense when a civil- civilization has developed enough to create so like there's tiers to civilizations right um and and it's based on how much energy and how we use energy right and so like i think there's like a tier four civilization that like utilizes the the power of the sun right in its entirety and it takes that and it starts emitting a signal um that uh people like drives people insane right and starts making them like kill other people which causes 
dead people, which causes necrotic flesh, which causes the monsters. And it like metabolizes them at a cellular level. And then it starts creating like these different layers of like different creatures that kill people and create it, you know? Um, but it really is like probably the best piece of like space hates us media, uh, since alien, like there's no aspect of it that feels like fun or good. Like even like living, even if there were no aliens, the, the, the way the game portrays being a space miner or like living in the cities on earth or on the moon bases that have developed, it still seems very bleak and just soulless. Interesting. Yeah. So that is my favorite video game. Wow. That's a lot. Especially the fucking flesh eating. What is it? The necrotic. necrotic They're called necromorphs. So you're saying that someone, some other species left those markers there in, to stop the human race from continuing to develop? Or Not what? just the human race, because by the third game, you encounter like uh, like far off planet um, that... Uh, a far off planet that you can see a different race of species that encountered the marker two and had their own necromorph outbreak that essentially like had to wipe themselves out to prevent it from spreading so they like created this like cold fusion bomb that like basically iced the entire planet and prevented like the necrotic uh the necromorph um outbreak from continuing um, but there's no real, like, or unfortunately, like, the third game was, like, 10 or more than 10 years ago was when it was released. And uh, EA shut down the studio that made it because it did not. Well, first of all, because they fucked up the uh, marketing for the game and they tried to push microtransactions within it and ruined the ambiance of the game. But uh, I think they're coming back with interest on it because they're releasing a remake of the first game like completely remake like you know resident evil 2 remake level shit which is cool uh though i hope that they maintain the ambiance uh but usually to me remakes are preliminary steps in marketing to gauge hey do these people want another game mm. do they want another game yeah. and i want another fucking game <laughs> i need Kingdom another Hearts is a master that they remake every fucking game they're like do people want another game yes Kingdom of course Hearts we want it. we want to see mickey mouse <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2, Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts fucking recoded because they had coded and they put recoded. And then fucking uh, yeah, all the Kingdom Hearts games being re-released on PS3 then re-released on PS4 again. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. times. Anyway, uh, sorry. Wait, that actually, I'm sorry, this is a tangent. Did your sister ask you why, oh, who's more famous, Adam Driver or John Hamm? No, she did not ask she you that. She didn't ask you that? She asked me that, and I think just because she's like having some sort of like discussion with her friends or something like that. It's not it's even Adam a fucking Driver. question. I don't know who John Hamm is. It, it, like John Hamm is the guy who played Mad Men. Mad Men, you and don't know Mad Men. <laughs> uh, Baby Driver, you, you saw oh. Baby Driver. He's the the, the handsome guy? white guy. The main guy? No, not the main guy. He has um. Oh, is, does he play um? He's like the slick back nightcrawler. Hair. Nightcrawler. No, but I can see why you'd think that's the same guy. Um, no, he doesn't play Nightcrawler. Are you talking about the X-Men hero? Yeah. No, okay, never mind. We're not talking about the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, case in point, you know who Adam Driver is because he's in a fucking Disney Star movie. Wars movie. Star Wars. The yeah. m- one of the, the most famous, objectively, the movies out there. Him? 
John Ham. You John. can't even remember his name. <laughs> John. I feel like they're very similar, though. He's, like, a pretty famous actor, but he's nowhere near, like, the level of fame that a Disney person gets. Oh, did he play... I'm going to get this wrong again. Never mind. No, never the mind. ham is spelled with two M's. <laughs> no, I was going to say if he, he played... um. What the fuck is the Spider-Man 2 villain? <laughs> Alfred Molina? <laughs> no! Which, well, first of all, there's like three My, uh, Spider-Man 2s now. So okay, the Tom Holland Spider-Man 2. Oh, no, you're thinking of Jake Gyllenhaal. Jesus Christ, I'm confusing all of these actors. I do that all Which the time. Which is so they funny because he's similar. in a movie called Nightcrawler where he's like... Yeah, that's the guy I was talking about. I said X-Men. You said Yes. <laughs> It's an X Men movie. <laughs> Nightcrawler is like. I haven't yeah. watched X Men. <laughs> you know fuck? what I thought when you said X Men? <laughs> I was thinking of the guy, the guy who played the Fantastic Four in the cap in the. Um... <laughs> John Krasinski. <laughs> it's okay. I don't blame you. All of these white guys look the same. <laughs> I was thinking of fucking Doctor Strange, Fantastic Four, dude, and also Nightcrawler, and also Spider-Man. Dude, dude I could type in John Hammond into one of those AI art generators, and it would, it would it would spit out Jake Gyllenhaal and John Krasinski. So I don't fault you. Um, uh, but oh my god, that was so. Where bad. did where where we? Even, oh, that was a tangent. I did not expect that to go this long. Um. Anyway, I'm so bad with celebrities. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, no, they haven't. It, it, to go back to Dead Space very briefly. No, they haven't explained where the markers came from, but that's like the, that's like the the horror behind it mm-hmm. is like, uh, someone put it's em. like a sentient. It's not like a virus, right? It's like a sentient energy signal, right? That causes these things, which is like that to me is the most terrifying thing because viruses you can create like vaccines for right like you can logic yourself around that but like this is like an infectious uh like radio signal like uh that like basically causes all this shit to happen no and you you think like why don't these people just like throw the fucking markers into the sun is because um it, it actually like has good ties into capitalism which is um it is endless energy like the the markers themselves provide like in, like endless energy, right? Oh wow! And so you know, naturally, we put them in every one of Just our put cities. Some headphones on. <laughs> it's not like a radio signal that you listen to, you fucking dink. <laughs> it's like a radio signal. It's like microwaves. Yeah, I you know? know, I know, I know. It's like uh, it's like radiation. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and also there's like a a religion that starts around it because the first one that they found, you know, and that's also like the part about it that is so frustrating is that it encapsulates like why the fuck do we keep on coming back to this it turns people into monsters and it's because the people in the religion believe that the the monster form right is and it's called convergence right is an elevated form or something exactly right where they're like it's time we're all going to become a moon right and you're just like fuck you and it's just like okay well that's just now Woo! Yeah. To the moon, everybody. Woo! To the moon. <laughs> Two moons. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's now, video games. Yeah, we can go to movies. Yeah, movies. You want to do Yeah, you go do your movie. You do first because I don't know. 
You don't have a favorite horror movie? Like favorite even anime. Halloween. Or Halloween. Either one. I'm doing horror because... <clears throat> Will you do your first while I think about it? Okay. Uh, my favorite... I was going to say Alien, but I feel like there's another one at the back of my head that's just not presenting itself. Um, oh, I think I got one. I'll oh. stick with Alien uh, because Alien mm-hmm. is pretty much like Dead Space, except um, it's not like necrotic flesh it's like insectoid yeah uh it basically is another representation about how space hates you (laughs) right where it's like you go off and you find this just infectious bug that puts you knocks you a couple ranks down on the food chain and is just for the purpose of like reproduction stuff like that but i think what i love the most about it is the 80s tech i love that fucking like aesthetic of like 80s space exploration tech where it's like we developed, um, it's called analog, analog oh, sci-fi. Yeah. Analog sci-fi. Okay. Yeah, I love that shit so much because that's how I think space would be. It wouldn't be like holograms and shit like that. It would be like really narrow corridors, soulless fucking ships that offer no like sense of hearth and home. Right? It's just cold. You're basically flying in a factory. Interesting. You know? Which is okay. what Dead Space was like too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know if this counts. It's one of my favorite movies in general, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's necessarily Halloween. It's like Super Eight. Have you seen Super Eight? Uh, I remember seeing the uh, the marketing for it, but I didn't. Yeah, it's like it's essentially like a ET retelling, <laughs> but ET is like an actual like alien, like monstrous alien or whatever. Right. Um, and like what's his name uh who did that jj abrams right yeah um so i i like that movie a lot but um i don't know if it's necessarily it's definitely a little bit of horror and scary but um i'm trying to think of another one now i mean i love the halloween town no what is it if you can't remember the name of it i don't think you can claim it as one of your favorites shut up (laughs) What are the ones the Disney the classic? Disney? Yeah, you're right. Halloween Town. Yeah, Halloween Town. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's got the magical grandma and the magical yeah. girl. Grew up on that shit. What about? Do you ever see Goosebumps? I didn't see it, but I read them. You read the Goosebumps? Yeah. I I remember watching the shows, and those were pretty damn good for oh, me really? to watch them. Yeah, they were like they're cheesy. Oh, yeah. Obviously, they're '90s productions, but like, man, they're like really, just. I don't know. I love like campy shit like that. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I really like the books a lot. So that's definitely something that. I'm surprised you don't have like a scary piece of anime media that you have like. Well, I was gonna say that for a TV show. Oh, okay, because no. we're gonna do movie. We're doing movies right now. Oh, right, I can I can continue going off about Alien if you want. Go for it. Because <laughs> it seems like. Or, do you have a? Do you want to continue on Halloween Town? Well, no. <laughs> I, I just grew up on it. And I like it a lot, but. Um, Fuck, what the... Yeah, just go for Alien. Okay. Uh, Well, then again, I do love... Uh, like, we can talk about, like, that. I love movies that are like that. We briefly hit on it, like, in... When we were talking about like, Harry Potter. But uh, it's just movies that, like, sell the idea of, like, witchcraft and, like, you know, spooky yeah. shit, but not necessarily... Wait, yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> we already talked about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's my favorite Halloween type movie. That qualifies. All right. Yeah. Um, 
uh, yeah, I love shit like that. Uh, was it? There's a movie that came out. It was like Stranger Things hits that, right? Yeah, but we're gonna I, get the TV shows, Nicholas. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Stranger Things hits that. There was a movie that came out that was a movie based off of the don't uh, stories to tell in the dark. Do you remember those books? They had horrifying illustrations. No. You never saw... Dude, they were, like, in every fucking school. They are like, uh, stories to tell in the dark. You want to pause it? Yeah. Go ahead and pause it. <laughs> we have our first live guest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Camilla, you're on the podcast. What do you have to say? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. right, bye. Uh, what were you going to ask? Bye. What were we talking about? Oh, the dark books. stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you don't know. It's just like I, I might. You, you the illustrations thing, like the really scary illustrations, might have rung a bell. Yeah, they're like black and white. Oh, they have like a red rim on the. Anyway, it's like really. Uh, that's like the most Halloween. A, a proper combination of like scary, like scare, <laughs> scary enough, but also campy, right? That mm-hmm. still hits today. Um, yeah, Alien's probably my favorite horror, but I just it's because I love uh, horror sci-fi. That shit fucks with me. Mm. All um, right, TV show. Okay, Higurashi. Explain. Have you seen Higurashi? I have not. It's also very campy, but also very horror, and it's so fucking funny and also really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Anna watched that together and it's just such a, it's super fucked up but it's also really fucking hilarious and the I, I don't I, it's hard it's like you, it's like campy like that's the best way to describe it because um, it's about this guy who moves into a rural Japanese town and there's a lot of strange things that happen and like essentially it just goes through different paths like different timelines um, where everyone ends up dying so oh, some way or is other that, uh, some there's something called like summer summer wars no it's like released recently i talked to you about it it's like called something summer and like it is a similar premise where a guy shows up on a town and like finds out that people are getting like replaced and then he gets killed but whenever he gets killed it like rewinds in time back to when he gets on the boat it's like Ren Summer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer Ren. I, I know what you're talking about. I saw like the first episode, but they didn't keep going. Um, I know what you're talking about. Summer Summertime Render, I think is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Um, Sounds like a similar. But, I was wondering if you were saying like the Japanese name of that. Um, yeah, but Higurashi is a different show, but it's. I would say it's probably better, because um, it's not as dramatic. Like the, the Higurashi doesn't. Like, it's dramatic, but it's also, like I said, campy, and, like, the characters have a lot of good chemistry mm-hmm. and stuff. And so, like, I feel like, on the one hand, it takes itself serio- seriously, but on the other hand, it doesn't. <laughs> so, like, it's a really, it's a really f- entertaining show. The only thing I would say is, like, the newest season, because they, it, it came out in, like, 2007 or something, and then they, re- they released a sequel. Or I don't know if it's a sequel, but... They released a new part of the series in 2020, but it's not as good as, like, the original. So that's the only thing. But, like, other than that, it's really good. I appreciate it a lot. What's the premise of it again? He just goes to a town, like, um, like people start some of his – he basically makes a group of friends, uh, and they all vary in age because there's only one school in the entire town. So, mm-hmm. like, 
um they're like kids basically or teenagers and then um yeah they just some of them start going crazy and then like eventually everyone gets murdered in the end in cool. some way and it changes every time the timeline changes very camp yeah. it's like final destination do yeah. they die by murder or by accident um the first time i mean it's a little bit of a spoiler but it's like the third episode so it's like the first time he dies by suicide um by scratching his neck open Oof, yeah it's really fucked like it's super fucked up but like it's pretty good god that's a terrible way to go but yeah he he commits suicide after murdering two of his friends because he ah. goes crazy well he deserved it yeah uh speaking of anime did you see the first episode of chainsaw man oh my god i wanted to mention that this episode because that technically it's technically hollow it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah it basically is it, demons and shit yeah it's Did so you good. S- you saw okay, so you saw the first yeah. episode. I'm telling you, man, you're not a manga guy. I get it, but that is one I say you should read. Okay, it Fine. is. It is done. First of all, well, it's not done. Like the the first story, uh, everything that like from this first episode that you saw is finished, right? Essentially, so you should read it. It is really good. It looks really good. Like I was surprised, like because I, you know, every time someone people hype something, I'm always like, oh, I'm sure it'll be good, but I don't know if it'll be that good. Dude. But this one actually met expectations. Dude, you can tell by the money behind that animation in the first episode how popular this anime yeah. is. Because good lord, like the animation quality is stellar. Oh my god, no, it's stellar. insane. And it's good because like they didn't. I appreciated certain aspects of it. I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Bless you, Jesus Christ. Sorry, I was exercising myself of the spirit. Um, uh, so dumb. The, uh, I liked how they didn't like immediately turn it into um, every single anime fight. Yeah. Right? Where it's like, all right, we've hit the stage where an anime fight's going to happen, right? So you can tell like the change in animation and stuff like that, which is totally fine, right? Um but then, like, suddenly every character turns into, like, a wushu fucking wing, <laughs> wing chung master. Yeah. Or, uh, like, it makes no sense. Why do you have the skill set? They even do that in, some, in Scott Pilgrim. Like, they're like, all right, time to fight. And, like, these fucking dorky-ass kids are, like, <laughs> having the best fights in court. Yeah. I, it works with the movie, but it's also kind of like, where did this come from? I love it. He's just, like, wailing on these fucking people yeah. with his chainsaws. There's, like, no grace to it at all. Yeah. Right? He's just, like, fucking tearing through the zombies and, like, wailing on them. And I was like, yeah. that is exactly what it needed to be. It's a very raw. It's not like a yeah. clean show. Yeah. yeah. A very raw show uh, or story. But, um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, God, I can't wait for that. It's going to be so long, though. It's going to be so long before it's finished. And Bam. all of the scenes that I want to happen, happen. It it's like Attack so on Titan. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Attack God. on Titan started in 2013. We're still not done. Dude. <laughs> Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Final season. Part three. The, exactly. They're going to be like final episode. Part two. Point five. <laughs> point six. It's going to do like that thing where it gets like asymptotically closer to the the season finale. Yeah. And never actually finishes. <laughs> it's going to start releasing the. Uh, <laughs> the 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 episode in like seconds, <laughs> like, like frame by frame. Uh, that counts as Halloweenish, right? No, Attack on Titan does not. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, uh, TV shows. Um, you mentioned Stranger Things earlier. Yeah, I'm. I really should have 
thought about this because I have like a lot of shows that I really enjoy. Uh, but I'm I'll say I'll say Stranger Things. Um, let me think. Stranger Things, but I love I love uh, any show that has Halloween episodes, right? I'm thinking in particular of this show called Psych, right? Which is like this very like low lighthearted like detective show. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. And it was like a, it's like a pop culture referency show. Like mm-hmm. the character, like they both like love movies and shit like that. And Halloween episodes and shows like that, amazing. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but there's just like a like a brief reprieve from the plot, mm-hmm. or or even Christmas episodes. I love uh, when shows. <coughs> Codename Kid De- Kids Next Door did this, where like suddenly like this big. No, they even did this in Sword Art Online. There's an episode where, like, Santa Claus... Oh, it's an enemy? Yeah. <laughs> and, and the kids next door, I remember that, too. Oh, my yeah. God. I love shit like that where they're, like, you take these super serious characters. It's like if you had a movie in between Infinity War and Endgame where Tony Stark has, like, a peppermint uh, peppermint stripe, like, <laughs> Iron Man suit. Everybody has, like, Christmas-themed yeah. get-up, and they're like, we have to do this for the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> and it's just, like, you take... You take it well, so seriously. Isn't isn't that technically what Hawkeye was trying to do? This TV show, wasn't it set in Christmas? Yeah, is yeah. It takes place during Christmas, but it doesn't have like that same sort of like. I didn't treating it, so. Christmas like it's an actual like thing. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, that's that's a missed opportunity. This is, that's more like that's for our Christmas episode. Um, but uh, yeah, Stranger Things. I I the first season of Stranger Things is so goddamn amazing, uh, in terms of like hitting all those notes oh, for yeah. like for something that's like set in the eighties, right? Um, I when I first saw the first season, I assumed that it was going to be like an anthology series uh, where like each season is a different Stranger Thing that occurred, right? Like so, after season one, we would get entirely different characters and a different like type of thing starts happening in town which i kind of wish that they went with i like the show a lot for how it is but i also am kind of like annoyed with the fact where it's like well the demogorgon came back again (laughs) fourth time in a row folks i guess we should just start like setting the time by this you know uh but it's a really fun show Um, okay yeah but overall like uh yeah love stranger things god well, when it came, when it would come out in Halloween, because I think it came out on Halloween two years in a row. Yeah, uh, those were good times. Yeah, that was like you know what time of year it is. It's yeah, just like you kick back and watch some like sci-fi horror thing. Right. Um. Yeah. Strange things. And then you said Higurashi. Higurashi. Okay. You should watch it. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. It's you would be very entertained by it. Um, and each like character has like a catchphrase, and it's like they do it all. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so. Okay. Have you caught up on Stranger Things? No, you haven't caught up on it. Nope. What season are you on? Three. I stopped when How many they seasons f- are there. Four. Oh. I stopped when they figured out the Russians might be involved in some way at, or some shit like that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, I I uh, have like I like all three. Se- all four seasons i know some people like don't like season three i don't know why i have a really good time with it i get it they like punch up the uh the humor in Mm. it but it's it's like uh 
I I think I because I see it for what it is. I'm not saying people see it wrong, but it's just like I the way I view it, it's like it's an 80s summer movie. Yeah. Right. Like it literally takes place in a mall during the 80s, which is like the thing, the place yeah. to be. Like I just. I don't know. It's an 80s summer movie, so like it being a little bit more tongue in cheek than the other ones, totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think I agree with you that an anthology series would have been better, but I think it's fine. I think it's a pretty entertaining show. I didn't stop watching it because I didn't like it. I just stopped watching it and just got lazy. I mm-hmm. need to get back to it. <laughs> uh, American Horror Story. Did you ever see that show? No, but I know Julian loves it and tells it talks about it all the time. Yeah. American Horror Story has this weird thing for me where the opener and the opening the opening like credits, you know, or whatever you call it, the opening role uh, indicates a much more interesting show than it actually is. To, <laughs> you know, wow. I, which I hate saying, because, but it just every single one of them introduces interesting concepts and then just turns into a character drama. Damn. Which maybe I'm being too critical and being like maybe someone's going to say that's literally every single show idiot um but i don't know no, it's not. when i see the like the opening crawl i'm like ooh, this is going to be macabre weird sort of shit like you know uh here come into my circus of wonders type of show where it like shows you a bunch of weird shit uh what is it what's his name guillermo del toro is actually releasing something on netflix sometime soon that's Pinocchio. like that uh no, he's re- releasing something I think called I'll look it up. Keep the keep the people entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo's takes me a long time to type. <laughs> You're Hispanic, Nicholas. It should be faster. Uh-huh. Uh Guillermo de Toro Netflix. Uh it, it is literally what I, it is called Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's like that sort of that's kind of funny. I'd, like, Circus of Wonders, Captain of Curiosity. Maybe I should become a director. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I think it's supposed to be like an anthology series of some sort. And then, like, uh, uh, what is it? Jenna Ortega is uh, getting Wednesday, uh, like a series based off of Wednesday Adams that's coming out soon. Oh, I'm okay. looking forward to that yeah. a lot. But the fact that it's coming out fucking November 23rd. Who fucked up on the editing team? You cannot tell me that, that that show was meant to be released in November and not October. It's the Adams family. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, someone had to fuck up something. They like dropped all of the We dropped all of our footage in a pool <laughs> or some shit like that. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Uh I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, but yeah, like uh um, but American Horror Story has like anthology style. I appreciate like the different types of plots that they set up. Those are pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if I can. The next one I kind of want to ask you is like if you had ever read any good horror books. We already talked about Goosebumps, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or Halloween books. You're right. Um, you know where it is. <laughs> I think my favorite. Uh, I'll like my actual I think I've only actually read like one horror book uh which I'm trying to make an effort to change um uh was called uh The Haunting of Hill House mm. which actually has a Netflix show based on the book but like based in the sense of like using the book as a infrastructure for a different story yeah um 
but yeah it and the, the apparently the show is actually pretty terrifying it's got like some like interesting things where there's there's like ghosts in the background of every shot oh. right like in the house that is like haunted but you have to like actually see them like and like look for them in order to notice them which is pretty cool but uh the the book itself i remember had to read it for i think it was a freshman year book report um but it was damn good it was like uh really off-putting and unsettling in in very like different ways it's not like a ghost was like walking around and scaring people it was Mm -hmm. like the house had like dimensions that didn't add up and like you would see like shit would start melting and just different things Mm -hmm. it was really cool um and ultimately it like goes into this thing where like the house kills people but not by like killing them but like causing them to kill themselves in some sort of way um yeah, but actually, the I the main one that I wanted to get to is like uh, I don't know if you can contribute to this one, so I apologize. Um, but my favorite piece of horror media, or maybe we can do it this way, my what like your favorite piece of horror media overall, right? You may have already said it. Um, uh, what was it? Horror, horror specifically, so not Halloween. Or even Halloween. Damn. I mean, if you already said it, that's fine. I'm just I already wondering. said it, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, it would be between Harry Potter and Higurashi. Oh, okay. Uh, just, Higurashi is just entertaining. It's not necessarily scary. It is kind of fucked up, but it's not, like, scary. Mm. But it's just entertaining. Harry Potter, obviously, for very obvious reasons, is very fun. Yeah, whimsical even. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I guess actual horror. Uh, I mean, I like. Nah, it's not like my favorite though. Like, mm-hmm. well, you're not much of a horror guy though, are you? Not really. I don't watch too much horror. I like the Quiet Place just because I like the concept of having to stay quiet the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a really good concept for a horror movie. Bad concept for a podcast. <laughs> 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 all right guys we're gonna play a game <laughs> yeah all right we're gonna play the quiet game everybody participates um <laughs> yeah uh well I, I guess what i'm wanting to get to is like a piece of media that i love gushing about and feels like a niche uh project uh or niche niche thing still i think it deserves way much more credit uh it deserves like uh what is it it deserves like movie versions tv show versions it's called like the magnus archives and i have no idea what that is i it's a so it's a podcast right and there are a lot and i mean a lot of horror podcasts out there a fuck ton they that tell like the copy pastas from the internet yeah tell different stories and some of them are really good some of them are like just cop like they get stale after a while. You're like, how many times can I hear about, and they came out of the woodwork and fucking killed the mother and blah, 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 blah. Right. But the Magnus archives is incredible because it takes, um, it takes like the very foundational concepts, uh, of fear that we have and like create stories around those, right? Like the fear of, uh, of open of openness like agoraphobia or like the fear of the sky and shit like that which even um 
even uh, the most recent movie, Nope, plays with, right? Like the just the idea and the fear of like large expanses. Uh, I focus on this one because that's the one that really hits with me uh, in the show or in the, the podcast episodes, uh, which is like you go out to like Montana or some shit like that. It's like literally called Big Sky Country, right? And you just become so painfully aware of like there's nothing between you and space except gravity, right? So it feels inadvertently like sometimes whenever I look up at the sky, it feels like I'm at the top of the Empire State Building looking into infinity, right? And I have fears like that where I fear like I'm driving on like the the highway in Georgia, right? And there's nothing but you, the guy next to you, it's hot as fuck, it's 90 degrees, and you see nothing but blue sky, right? No clouds, no nothing like that. And then just gravity stops working, right? And everybody flies off into the sky, right? Terrifying concept to me, right? Why would you even think that? And now I have to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I, I didn't want to think I don't want to think about it either. Now I have to. Well, it's my brain. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ask him. I don't know why my brain tells me these things. like, hey, do you it's want like to see something terrifying? The, the night. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's actually when I when I like started having fears about that. I would have dreams about that. Really? Shit. Yeah. It's always specifically me driving in traffic, but I think that's because there's like no way to escape into like a building or something like that. There's no buildings around. It's just you in the fucking sky, right? So the buildings would also well, because if gravity stops working, then the entire Earth just falls apart. Not if you have a good foundation. It's floating. Okay, okay, it's a you're floating right. Object. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But don't, no. don't, please do not try, don't try and bypass the, the, the different safety coping mechanisms <laughs> I've given myself of this fear, okay? Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Magnus Archives targets specific fears like that, and it creates, it starts off seemingly like an anthology series, right? With like an overarching narrative, but a loose overarching narrative okay. of someone reading these by going into an archive and converting all of these stories in this archive that they've gotten to uh, a cassette to, you know, make it... Uh, so that they don't like lose the stories and shit like to digitize it essentially, which is actually like a pretty uh, common trope, I think in audio horror. And um, it starts off as like an anthology series where there's different stories that you read. You really should like listen to it or anybody who's like listening to this, who like loves horror and wants like well done horror I highly, I recommend it to anybody, even if they're not horror fans. Yeah, I don't know if I would want that. Um, uh, but it seemingly starts off as anthology, but then, like, the overarching narrative between all of them really grows, right, and becomes thicker and thicker and thicker, and it just does it so well. Interesting. Yeah, it has, um, uh, I guess... I, I don't know. You said you're never going to watch it. So, like, the the premise of it is, like, there's different fears that essentially have become well, manifest. Because I'm not going to watch it, but what about the podcast? Okay. All right. Well, I won't spoil it. But, like, it is, it is a really good uh, podcast Sorry, for if you're looking for something that kind of bypasses a lot of tropes and, like, digs deeper into – uh, more fundamental fears that we mm. have as humans rather than like just murderer in 
house or monster in house, which it has elements of that. But like even that in and of itself is a little bit more like uh, Twilight Zone esque, right? Rather mm. than you know, fear of big monster. Interesting. Yeah. That seems pretty cool. I, I always appreciate. I mean, I can always appreciate horror because it's a very difficult genre to get right, and it does require a lot of skill. I feel like so. Mm-hmm. I can always appreciate a good horror tale. And I, I mean, I probably would be fine if I listened to it. I'm always, you know how I am. I'm not a very curious person, and I tend to be. That's good. More cautious. So like, growing up, I always thought I would hate horror movies because I'd just be scared of them. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until more recently that I, you know, I started watching them, and I'm like. These aren't nearly as bad as I thought they would be. And I'm not nearly as scared as I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. So, like, I probably could listen to it and be fine. But I guess I have, I've mostly consumed m- movies and TV that are horror. So, like, I don't know how it would change if it was audio. Because that one leads up to the imagination more. Uh, that w- Honestly, they terrify me more than any of those. Yeah. Like, I, don't l- I can watch, like, a horror movie fine, <laughs> right? Like, at night, uh, it'd be cool. Um, I mean, even Higurashi happened a couple of times like that. Like, there was like one or two scenes where I had to just leave the room for a bit, and I couldn't. I had to just let it play and just get not watch because yeah. it's just there's Ooh. some fucked up shit that happens. Fuck. In that show. Am I the uh, Aliens is still my f- most favorite horror movie, but I think Hereditary is the most recent horror movie that I've seen that is good, really good. It can that that's mainly because it like fucks with me on my like uh, root beliefs <laughs> of like I still I, I don't know my my religious and my faith is a very complex thing right and I, I'm constantly like am revising what I believe yeah but there are some fundamental things and fears of like demons and possession and shit like that that shakes me to my core and it doesn't it was so funny I went to go see hereditary with I think you Camilla and some other people and you guys were like, wow, that was terrifying. Well, all right, going about my day. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to drive home today. <laughs> no, I. it's interesting because I feel like that's more of like the Southern Baptist kind of like background you have because they focus way more on hell while Catholics don't. And so we were raised Catholic. And so we don't have nearly as much teaching about demons and all that shit. So like to me, it was just another horror movie. And I was like. Honestly, my feelings on it are a little agnostic because I like I I appreciate it for what it is, which is mm-hmm. it's a well done movie, but I'm just like I don't know if I enjoy it or not. Like I can't really tell. It's hard. F- That's like one of the few movies where I just can't say I I don't know how I feel about it. It's very mm-hmm. weird, but I appreciate it for what it is. I think it's a quality movie, but it. Yeah, it just, I think a part that adds to it is, like, the dialogue in the movie is so raw and real. It's not, like, predictable. You're like, oof, this is a, it it feels similar to when, I don't know, at least for me, like, when you're in an argument with your parents and you've done something really wrong Mm. and you really actually feel bad about it. It's not like, oh, like, I hid my grades or some shit like that, you know? It's like, oh, I've done something fundamentally wrong and I feel nauseous about it. Yeah, I killed my sister. (laughs) exactly <laughs> yeah right yeah like in the in the, the sh- movie itself and then you hear like your mom don't do that <laughs> don't remind me of that why would you remind me of that? you may feel nothing about it i still feel terrible i'm gonna punch you you're gonna lose the tongue my dude you're gonna lose your fucking teeth oh that's so funny uh but yeah uh, yeah exactly that like so many different aspects of the show are like 
uh, I don't know, just like really off-putting and unsettling. It is. It is unsettling. I'll give you that. Like, there's definitely things I'm like, wow, that's because it's not like fucked up in the sense of like, it's like psychologically fucked up. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's not like physically fucked up, but it's psychologically like, oh god, this is like, yeah. and like you almost. I remember when I was watching the movie, I almost felt trapped. Like, I uh, I felt like I could feel that being trapped like the family was feeling, you know? Yeah. It felt like there was no escape. It was very interesting. Yeah. And I know I think most people enjoy it as like a psychological thriller. Totally understandable. It definitely passes that way. But me, it's like the perfect blend of like psychological thriller and then slides it in with like that demonic possession which just really like i don't know shakes me to my core mm-hmm. like i don't know why but that shit scares the fuck out of me but it's because like something that is inherently evil and like wants to take, take over, over you yeah. as a person and erase you as a person and use your soul like you're not uh a person you're a currency right, right. you're a host a husk right and it's just like anything that treats you that one wasn't good anything yeah you're right <laughs> anything that treats you like not human i'm gonna punch you <laughs> in the face you're gonna have i'm gonna punch you don't I do that his trigger guys <laughs> it is my trigger i think i saw some tiktok that did that and i was like well i'm not gonna sleep tonight <laughs> um because my that brain constantly like whenever i remember shit like that my brain is like constantly wouldn't it be amazing if something if you just heard the most trill girls scream right now in the middle of dead silence. And like, why do I need to think about that? <laughs> like, I don't want to think about that. Stop telling me these things. No, that's like how it is with my anxiety. Like the things that trigger my anxiety is like, I got to stop thinking about them. And then I just keep thinking about it. You know, that's yeah. how it works. Usually just I like, just pretend that I'm like, usually I just like go with the narrative. My brain's like presenting and they're like, what if it, my brain's like, what if there's a, a terrifying girl scream? There's a ghost. And I'm just like, well, what if I'm a fucking devil hunter? And I, I kill that shit. I wrestle it with my bare hands. That's like, the way to Like cope. Beowulf. <laughs> Bring it on. Let's fucking do this. I love, I love some confirmation that there's an afterlife and it just, it's not oblivion afterwards. Bring it on. <laughs> First of all, also. That's quite the coping mechanism. I'm fight, baby. I'm not flight. I'm fight. <laughs> I see a car coming towards me, and it, and it looks like it's gonna wreck. I I get ready. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying at this point. Yeah, please. <laughs> I put that car, put that fucking Mazda in a headlock. <laughs> I preemptively jump through the windshield into the other Horse person's power. car. <laughs> More like. <laughs> Come on, land it. Stick the landing. <laughs> what the fuck was that? God, what sort of fucking half baked joke was that? Uh, I couldn't think of anything else. Like, I thought of the first part. I couldn't think of the second part. Horsepower, more like Norse power. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we have to end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how long have we been going? I don't know. I think like an hour and a half, twenty minutes or something. Okay. Well, I had a good time talking. That was. I feel like this was mostly just me gushing on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was there was definitely some things that I gushed about, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess it wasn't my cup. But no, no, I'm not saying you didn't like input. It's just like I feel like I talked too much. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, I guess final. We don't send need off. your um, self conscious comments here to down 
put a downer on this. Podcast. I just want to provide a good experience for the fo- for the folks at home, and of course for yourself. I don't oh, thank want you, you to be in a situation. Look at this. We're being so sentimental here on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Uh, uh, yeah. Final words: Listen to the Magnus Archives, an amazing horror podcast. Watch Higarashi. All right. Well, it has been an exceptional episode yeah have happy halloween hope it goes well happy halloween hope our world doesn't end soon put some salt around your house um make sure to put ash on your i don't know if you should do that nowadays <laughs> um, uh, the um wear a mask go to party city get a please. halloween how was it is there a halloween store yes what is it called halloween city no it's not halloween halloween town usa Halloween. Something like that. Fuck, what is it? It's the one that pops up and then leaves after Halloween's over. <laughs> Anna just texted me. Gabe, your laugh rattles the house. It's so loud. It's <laughs> jovial. Don't make any apologies for it. I am very jovial. Dude, I, I, laughing as hard as you can and, and laughing as loud as you can is probably one of the best free free things that you can do as a human being oh yeah it's only 100%. second to masturbation spirit halloween that's what it is spirit halloween yes <laughs> love my life i have to edit it every fucking time yeah yeah but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. why that's why i do this now where i put the mic away it sounds yeah, like you're like falling that. down a well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> shut up anyway what were we talking about we were oh, saying yeah. goodbye <laughs> goodbye everybody we'll see you next sunday for the poli- for the election special election podcast the most the actual most terrifying thing <laughs> to happen this year exactly all right so we'll see you then all right see ya bye